We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Right, your strategy was to play J. Maile, Alessandrini, Ladero, Valeri, and <laughs> <laughs> J. <Jay-Mai. laughs> Slight exaggeration, but not that far right. off. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, please visit RotoWire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird, Skylar Redpath, and J.D. Basso. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire.com. Joined tonight by J.D. Bazo to discuss some Major League Soccer. J.D., we have no Skylar today, so a little more heavy lifting for you. I think I can handle it. We'll see. <laughs> Skylar did, uh, does apologize for not being here. He gave us some notes of things he wanted us to bring up. Um, I'm not sure we're going to. We'll see. I'm f- I'm fine not discussing it personally because uh, I I won the the Javinko call and I don't think we need any of his excuses. But <laughs> there I, was a lot of there was a lot of hedging of why you didn't really win the Javinko call despite it being very clear what the rules were and that you won it. But well, I mean, he just doesn't like the stoppage time hammer I dropped on him with. <laughs> call and um i'll send him a box of tissues in the mail if i can ever find out which state he actually lives in <laughs> uh all right he's not here to defend himself so i'm not gonna keep going on uh, <laughs> i'm sure we'll hear about it in about two hours <laughs> uh before we uh keep going uh, i wanted to introduce something that we discussed jordan cooper and i discussed on the podcast earlier today which is our premier league preview for DFS in that there is now a new uh, Slack chat that's available for all RotoWire subscribers. JD and I were already in it. Um, a n- number of people have already signed up. Um, like I said, it's for RotoWire subscribers who just want to come and kind of bounce fantasy soccer ideas off each other or come in and just make fun of each other however we want to do. There was some pretty good back and forth during Wednesday night's MLS slate because a bunch of us were playing. So it's a nice place to sweat it out with other people or either celebrate your luck box goal or get angry at whoever 
is celebrating it. But uh, if you are interested in joining, you can just contact me either by email at Rotowire Andrew, or I'm sorry, Andrew at Rotowire.com or Twitter at Rotowire Andrew. Or you can even go through the Rotowire Soccer Twitter account, which is at Rotowire Soccer. So, like I said, just let us know if you're interested and we'll send you the invite. But we're going to jump in to MLS right now. JD, uh, we have the New York Derby on Friday night. Uh, I believe. Yeah, I, I think it's rivalry week again. I can never tell, but um, there's some definite rivalry matchups. Huge uh, the, ones the... like Philly, Atlanta, and uh, <laughs> uh, Houston and Sporting Kansas City. But anyway. Vancouver, gonna... Orlando. That's, that's a right. Good oh, one. That's a huge one. Huge one. The battle of cor- corners of where the league goes. <laughs> um, you have been to a New York Derby. I have. Uh, we it met, was. I, we awesome. met at a New York Derby. Yep, it was awesome. Only time I've seen you in person. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, was that two seasons ago? It wasn't last year, right? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get to any. Uh, yeah, two years ago. I, I kind of wanted to make it a yearly tradition, but this looks like the second year I will uh, in a row. I'll miss it. Mm-hmm. So, unless uh, they meet in the playoffs, which I'll I'll probably try and get to. Ooh, that would be fun. Uh, we met at Yankee Stadium. This game will be at Red Bull Arena. Uh, the Red Bulls. I mean, they looked bad last weekend, but it's because they played 120 minutes in midweek, and so basically nobody played last weekend. Uh, New York City FC looking pretty good. David Villa uh, well on his way to another golden boot. Do you think that this game is going to be a little closer than both teams have been playing? Yeah, I think it definitely should be. Um, I think New York City got the best of uh, the Red Bulls last match, if I recall correctly. Yep. And, um, but before that is pretty much all Red Bulls. Um, it's just, it's really hard to slow down New York city's attack. These days, they kind of short up the midfield. They're not trying to fit a square peg into a round hole with some of the players that they had um, positionally and in their formation, everything is uh, clicking on all cylinders. And also the Red Bulls are kind of becoming the same way. So I think, they're going to be better rested. They didn't play last night. They had kind of pretty much a whole week, some players even more. Um, and, yeah, I'm expecting a, a really great game. Who do you have for winning it? I'm going to take the Red Bulls. Ooh. Oh, classic BWP game. Seems I like he's, so. he's yeah, ready I for mean, a brace. BWP always steps up big in uh, the New York City Derby. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, this is obviously kind of a one-off game. I assume it'll be part of a Liga MX interleague slate. So, um, <laughs> one that we, we tend not to play. I think Skyler dabbles in sometimes because it's Skyler, uh, and he plays everything. But, uh, is there anyone other than David Villa, BWP and Kledgeton that you would think about? Um, I think Royer's probably still out. He's the first yeah. guy that kind of pops into my mind. I think actually Jack Harrison, there's some rumors that he'll be rested. Patrick mm. Vieira came out and uh, talked about managing his minutes more lately. So, I mean, if that means that uh, a Kyrie Shelton, who I think is close to coming back, or a Jonathan Lewis could get in and they're cheap, that's someone that I would definitely consider, I think. Um, also, Yonhel Herrera is like a, an accumulator in midfield. He's not an attacking player. I think he's per suspended. Se. I think. I think it was okay, a yellow yeah, card. You're right. I I thought that was for the last match, but the. I, yeah, they didn't play yesterday. So, is he back? I thought I he was suspended for the last game. I oh, could okay. be. Um. But anyway, we'll have to check on that. But um, he's a guy that like I always consider because he's super cheap. Yeah. Yeah, he's out. He's out for this one. Okay. Sorry. My yeah. apologies. Um, Which is a huge loss for New York. It is. At least not a fantasy loss, but it's a big loss for New York City FC. Right. So Alexander Ring's probably back because he was yep, suspended for the yes. last one. That's maybe what I was thinking about. Um, that's going to help them out in the midfield, but I wouldn't use him in fantasy per se. Kamar Lawrence is a guy I would think about for sure. Yeah. Um, a ben Sweat is also a defender I would think about especially uh, for these Liga MX defenders that I don't necessarily know. Um, and a lot of Liga MX teams, their defenders are either like totally in the attack or it seems like not at all. It's not. There's kind of not that much in between from what I've noticed, both watching and trying to play a little bit of Fantasy Liga MX. Um, so if, if you know that there's a guy like a Ben Sweat or a Kamar Lawrence that's going to get their chances, get upfield, 
particularly Lawrence has had scoring opportunities this year, then I would probably take that. Okay. All right. Uh, let's jump into the first Saturday slate. There are two slates on DraftKings that we'll worry about. Um, and then there's also likely to be a Sunday one because there's three games on Sunday, but those prices are not out yet. So in traditional Rotowire soccer podcast fashion, we will just make them up. Um, so the first slate is a five-gamer. Uh, or I'm sorry, four games. Four. Um, two line. We'll get all the lineups um, before lock, which is nice, or at least we should. The first game I'm looking at here is DC hosting New England at seven o'clock Eastern. Uh, DC coming off a hard-fought one nothing win over Atlanta on Wednesday. Um, that was more frustrating as somebody who has a few Atlanta guys, but. Um, they, uh, they've dominated Atlanta, I think, three times now. Not dominated, but I think they've taken all nine points off of Atlanta. Yep, they have, which is nuts Crazy. to me. <laughs> um, do you, are there any guys that played Wednesday that you do not think will play Saturday? Or Saturday? Yeah, I mean, we saw Paul Areola continues to start. Lloyd Samson and Luciano Acosta seem pretty set. But uh, I guess Deshaun Brown came back. Uh, from his uh-huh. concussion, so he may start as well unless they give Patrick Mullins a, another shot. But how do you think? Are there any kind of differences that you see that we can take advantage of? I think Brown probably comes back in, but also uh, Zoltan Steber now has his um, paperwork or whatever that he needed to play in the United States. So I think they might try and get him in on a, a short week. He's probably the best rested out of everyone, and I bet he's really hungry to to get into the match. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, the DC, uh, like set piece taker, I feel like I get wrong every time and maybe it's because they keep changing them. Um, who would you expect it to be? Well, I think for corner kicks, it could be a a number of people, (laughs) namely, namely Lloyd, Sam and Luciano Acosta. Okay. Um, I believe Lloyd, Sam had some of the corners. I can't say all for certain last match we'd have to check the the mls box score but um i i think Acosta is a pretty good bet for for some action even if it's not set pieces i think offensively he's been getting into the mix a lot more lately so i i think i trust him a little bit more um and Ariola's if he continues to be cheap he's another option i like a lot and the revs really don't inspire that much uh in terms of defensive thought for me so uh, both of these teams probably will get goals, I think. Okay. And yeah, Lloyd, Lloyd, Sam, I just looked it up. He had all four corners last match. Um, huh? No, no. He had I'm all look- four corners against Colorado. I was going to say, I'm looking three to three to one, Sam to Acosta last night. So Sam had three. Yes. Okay. So he's, he's had seven out of the last eight. Um, I would say that's a, a pattern. Yep. That makes sense. Uh, you buying Lee win? Yeah, I think I probably will. He's, uh, I'm sure he's quite expensive. Let me, yeah, eighty six hundred. But he is forward eligible, which is really yes. nice. Actually, him and Al Marone are the most ex- uh, expensive forwards on this slate, and they would have been purely midfielders. Uh, what like three months ago before they switched the to the dual position? Yeah, maybe it's. I guess it's more than that now. But um, yeah, forward on this slate is kind of questionable so those are <laughs> two <say>. guys <laughs> those are two guys that um you know are going to accumulate some points somehow even though we were talking about how al Marone was a little disappointing earlier i would think this is a game where lee win almost certainly won't disappoint oh, i hate getting backed into lee win yeah dc i mean dc right now this group of players if they started the season with them they would definitely be in contention for a playoff spot. I, it's a much better group now that they added Russell Knuz, um, yeah, Ariola. Yeah, I mean he's once uh, MLS has a ton of underrated defensive midfielders, but he's he's going to be one of the better ones in a couple years if he sticks with it. Just the people everybody wants to flock to. Well, MLS is great defensive midfielders. <laughs> um, so Lee Win, you like Kai Kamara? If he starts, who knows? They have so many attacking options now. I think Teal Bunbury scored last game, and he was supposed to be the odd man out because now yeah. they have Christian Nemeth. They have Juan Agadello. Um, 
Lee Wynn obviously is in there. Fagundes so, can still play around there. What's that? Fagundes can still play oh, around. Oh yeah, there. I mean it sounds like he's uh he's ready to go again. I think he had a little bit of a knock, yeah. so um but Kellen Rose out, so that that's one spot that's that's open. It looks like he might miss basically the rest of the season. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. He was having a great year, um kind of pushed himself into the US national team picture. But I, I think Lee Wynn would be my favorite play. I don't think I would feel the need to go to a Kai Kamara at seventy three hundred. Um, Christian Namath for six thousand is is one that I would briefly think about, but I'm I'm still not sold. For his first game, he probably wouldn't play a full ninety, especially since they have other guys that can can slot in there. So that makes sense. Um, I'm gonna end up playing Lee Win and be so angry about it. Uh, <laughs> would you rather win over? I guess the problem with the DC guys is that they're all, none of them are forward eligible for set pieces. I guess it's really Sam, I guess, that we don't. Yeah. Ugh. I would. I don't think I would play uh, Win if he was just a midfielder, though. Maybe really? Put it that way. And I, Rev's on the road. I mean, I know it's DC, but like. It's know. a tired DC that are desperate for points, too. But um, that desperation has to be taking a toll. Right. Right. Well, I don't know. I I'm really comfortable with Lee Win, but I'm also I also ignore home road more than I probably should. Um, but sometimes it just doesn't seem like it matters. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it does. Right. It all depends. Right. Uh, Acosta next... for six thousand is crazy though. That's a great value for the way he's been playing. I know fantasy wise it it hasn't been great lately, but um. I think him and Ariola have good chemistry, and if they can find a forward above them that's that can get the job done, that's going to be a steal in fantasy. Yeah, it's not it's not Mullins and Brown. Well, not. I mean, it it could be Brown, I think. Okay. And it there's been times that it's been Mullins, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, next up is the other seven o'clock game, which is uh, Philadelphia at home against Atlanta. Um. I don't ever really know what to make of Philadelphia. Sometimes they're really good, and then they're horrible. Um, I get pulled into the Il Sino trap way too often. <laughs> um, and that's like Burnbach's guilty pleasure is watching people take Il Sino when he continues to price him right. so low. Right. He's up to 4300 now, which I think oh, okay. may be enough to push you to away. Push me away. But that thirty points at thirty one hundred <laughs> really screams out at you. Um, I love that you you hate Lee Wynn, one of the more prolific fantasy producers, and right. you just can't ever take him. But you keep going back to the well with Il Sino. Uh because I feel like I can recover thirty one hundred a thirty one hundred dollar right, loss. Right. But um, <laughs> the worst part is I didn't even have him on the thirty point game. Like, yeah, <laughs> I get it wrong every time, and yet I haven't learned my lesson. But anyway. Um, who do you like from Philly? Man, not that much, to be honest. Um, it's just Philly's one of those teams where you never know who's going to step up and score that game. They have a lot of options. It's really hard to even predict who's going to play on the wing because you have so many different options for them there. Um, last night, Marcus Epps got a start. He, I kind of was fooled into playing him at 3,100 or 3,000. But he had a, a fantastic debut earlier this year. He looked quick and dangerous. But um, So it'll probably be like a Pontius, um, maybe an Ilsenio, Alberg on the other side. Um, Herbers hasn't been getting that much time, which is kind of strange. Yeah, it is strange. Um, maybe he's even with the Bethlehem Steel. I, I'm not sure. Ugh. So Madunyanin had a, a fair number of set pieces the other night. Last night he had eight crosses. I think seven of them were on corners. But uh, he just hasn't been quite as offensive as I would like outside of that. So I'm probably looking to other options on this slate. Uh, I'd have to go cheap if I was investing in Philly. Maybe Fafa Pico is 5000 Even Sapong's a little expensive I was for my taste. I was just about to taste. say that, yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe a fullback from Philadelphia, Wijnaldum. Uh, yeah, he was rested, or he didn't start last night. 
Right, so that's that's a guy that I think I would probably look to. Ray Gaddis wasn't very good. No. Um, did Fabinho play last night? He did. Yeah, he did. He did. So, okay, Wijnaldum probably plays instead of him then, and he's a lot cheaper, so that's cool. Right. <laughs> and from Atlanta, I was we were talking before the pod about how we both got sucked into Miguel Almiron in FMLS. Which should have been a great play. Should have been. Um but he wasn't. But do you think he bounced back, bounces back in this one? It, it's really hard to say because they're on the road again. They've kind of changed up how they approach the road games. Earlier this year, they were they were really open and attacking. And uh, lately, they've, they've become a team that just wants to grind out points on the road the hard way. Kind of old school MLS, not at all what you would expect from Tata Martino. Uh, coming into into the league, you thought he'd open it up, play a, a good attacking brand of soccer, but they're only doing that at home lately. Yeah. Um, Were we I mean, fooled uh, when they blasted Minnesota in the snow? We were like, oh, they're a great away team, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, maybe that was just playing a terrible <laughs> team. That was also, yeah, that was also just Minnesota's like lowest point. Of yeah, the, sure was. Honestly, one of the lowest points of any MLS team ever, probably, <laughs> but... I don't think so because they had other impressive road performances, but yeah, lately it's it's tough to buy into them too much on the road. But they still have so many great attacking players. I mean, I, when I think home road, whatever you think about the team as a whole, then you kind of key in and you see Joseph Martinez, you see Hector Vialba, and it's like I don't care where these players play; they're they're quite good. Yeah, Yamil Assad, Almiron, they should be putting together more than what they are. And given their brand of, uh, of soccer, it's kind of up-tempo. They're going to put the pressure on if they really want to. I think they could, I mean, take advantage of a Philadelphia team that's just as tired, having they'll be playing their third game in eight days or whatever. So I, Atlanta seems to me like a team that can, can run you kind of off the pitch, and Philadelphia seems like a team that's going to have to absorb some pressure, even if they are at home. Yep, I definitely read it that way. But, but Philadelphia is desperate for points, and it's getting to be the time of year where you have to think about these kind of things because one team may not be that motivated, and one might literally know that if they want to make the playoffs, they need to, to start getting threes instead of ones or zeros. Right, right. Uh, Greg Garza came back, which certainly helps. Yeah, that's a big plus. He was one of the best fullbacks in the league before he got hurt. Yeah. Uh, do you consider him much for fantasy? When he plays, yeah, I do. He's he's becoming kind of tough to take at such a high price, but he had 11 crosses a little over a month ago in a game. Um, he's he's kind of always up there throwing balls into the box, and I think when he gets to play with Josef Martinez up top, I think that helps because that's a guy you can launch crosses to, yeah. or he, he draws defenders away from spaces, and Garza, Garza's a pretty good crosser, so he can get it into kind of whoever he wants. He can slip it forward he can do the overlapping run um so martinez's speed just opens so much up in the attack and garza's not afraid to take it and the coach doesn't really try to rein him in either i feel like garza is so fast on the wing that you're like this guy should be great and then you look at his like DraftKings log and you're like huh i'm not sure that that equated like it's like he's good at things that don't necessarily get counted right kind of like Kind of like Liverpool doesn't cross as often as uh, right as other teams. Are the wingers are great, but you're not counting on them. You're counting on them more to cut in and try and get opportunities on goal. And that that is more of a Garza thing. He he combines with players and then he'll run inside and hope to get the ball back near the top of the box. And it's yeah, those aren't things that really accumulate stats for you in DraftKings too well. But he's definitely one of the fullbacks I would trust more to be involved in the attack. Just, I don't know if it's going to be launching crosses or right. taking shots or just making nice, nice through balls. Cause you don't get points for key passes on DraftKings. No, no, you don't. No matter how much I couldn't people even tell you to... if you do on. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you if you do on Yahoo, you might, uh, you do not. You, you don't do No. Um, accurate open play crosses. Yes. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, who wants to think about those? That's just the sound of crickets. If I could do a cricket sound, that would be it. <laughs> Shay um, Salinas's mom is the only one. <laughs> Still can't believe I played him last night. Uh, <laughs> all right. 730 Eastern Columbus home against Dallas. Uh, Dallas coming off 
what I thought was the most surprising result last night, 3-3 draw with the Dynamo. Such a weird game. Um, Dynamo goals, some of them were, were pretty lucky. Or just a stupid mistake by Dallas. One time, just a bad giveaway. Another time, a guy tripped. Another time, it, it was a weird shot that deflected up and off the crossbar or post or whatever. And Yeah, none of them were like Houston being all that clinical. No. Um, Although, and then fairness, Dallas the, the Arudi goal was pretty ridiculous. Well, Tyler Derrick had a really bad night. Yeah. Yeah. One of the other ones was like a bullet of a shot, but it went like literally through his face. Right. Because <laughs> he couldn't get his arms up from a bad angle. And then Tesho's, I mean, was just a rocket to the upper 90. So yeah. I don't know if he, he maybe could have stopped it if he got a good jump, but. But he didn't. Yeah. I Derrick was rough. Dallas looked like they were the better team. They could add multiple other goals. So it, I think a lot of people are hitting the panic button on Dallas, but For I'm sure. Not, oh, I read yeah. like multiple articles about how it's definitely time to panic. Well, yeah, I, I mean, if they win their next two games, they are only actually if they won their next two games, they would have the supporters shield over Seattle right now because they have two <laughs> games in hand. So I don't know why people are panicking, but they haven't been great lately. That's for sure. But um, also, it's it's not really a time where they care that much. Right. When, the, when it gets time to business, time for business, uh, I think they're going to get their ducks in a row. I think that's exactly right as well. Um, so Houston, I'm sorry, Houston, uh, Columbus, uh, we saw Federico Iguain come back last night. Uh, we saw him miss a penalty. We saw Ola Kamara, not miss, they both had took, well, Kamara's was actually a pretty good take. Iguain's was awful, uh, but both of them were saved. Justin Miram was able to chip in with a goal himself. Uh, we saw, was it Pedro Santos's debut or just starting debut? Uh, starting debut. Starting I think debut. he got a, a couple minutes. I could be wrong, but yeah, he, he was in and he looked awesome. He looked awesome and then left with a limp, which we don't know, we don't know the severity of that yet since it happened about less than 24 hours ago, but um, he definitely looked we good. Yeah, we might not know for like a week or we might never know or right. <laughs> uh, depending on what the MLS injury report wants to tell us. Right. And even what that report tells us, we know that it's fine. MLS is so mysterious that Pedro Santos might not even get told by his doctors what's wrong. With him. That's right. That's right. Uh, do you like the crew's chances at home against a possibly struggling Dallas? Yeah, I don't I don't mind the crew attack in this game whatsoever. Um, it's definitely a hard game to peg because the crew are playing better. Um, they are very organized defensively these days, but they also have an attack that can open up and really strike for multiple goals. Yeah. And that's kind of how I would view Dallas lately as well. They have, uh, organized defense, even though it ha hasn't really been showing itself lately. Um, and they also have players that can, can score, quickly or at any time or create things for themselves so it this is a tough game for me to call so i think i'm just leaning towards the home side hmm and do you do you start with iguain if you wanted exposure to this game or do and you that's, think that's too that's much tough for me Dallas? because yeah <laughs> it's just tough because he he was out for like a month and a half yeah he came back he played 63 minutes um so is he gonna play this weekend i'm not sure is Pedro Santos. I'm not sure either. So mm -hmm. they might go back to their old fashioned uh, five in the back and then Mira Mane and Ola Kamara mm -hmm. as a, a front kind of three. Mm. Gross. Uh, it's yeah. Um, Miram would be the guy that I would look to in a tournament because Hernan Granat continues to be out of position all the time. <laughs> and uh, he's a defensive liability to some extent. Um, so Miriam had five shots and four crosses last night. I think that's that's a stat line that could stay relatively the same. It's going to be a little harder against Dallas, but um, yeah, he's a he's a guy I'm definitely thinking about. And Granat in fantasy, I mean, defensive for attacking purposes from the fullback spot, he's one of the first guys I'm looking to lately. He had eight crosses two games ago. He had eleven crosses. Yeah, he's been really he good. A, he had a shot that a header that could have gone in last night um, is very close. So 
4,800, he's a, one of the better upper-tier values, I guess you could say. But uh, I'm not sure against Columbus. He might be pinned back a little bit. Um, that Yeah, I, I just feel like we've seen Dallas be good, and I'm not sure we've really seen like a great Columbus defense, but Berrios looks awesome too. Like, well, he's taking corners, now, which yeah. really helps, but he also just is playing really well. Yeah, yeah. The corners are, at least for DraftKings, really separates him now because it's a team like we were easily thinking of Kellen Acosta when he was taking them. I guess Mauro Diaz is always somewhat around that could take them, although Barrios has taken them so frequently recently that I can't imagine they take them away now. Um, like he seems like the safest one from them from Dallas at this point. He's at a good price, and he can now right. uh, he's forward eligible, which yeah. is nice. So yeah. I, I saw a lot of the the Sharks had him last night, and uh, I expect that to probably continue. Yeah. Um, any of the no, we we don't usually play any crew defenders. I guess Waylon Francis, but I think he got he got hurt last night, and I wasn't. Yeah, really so Rytala forty five hundred. I would think about him. He gets some crosses, but. And no one really jumps out to me from the crew. I think Awful is is gone for international duty. Is that correct? Or suspended? Uh, he was suspended for the last one. Right. I thought he got called up to like some random Ghanaian match of some sort, but I I might be totally wrong. Um. Admittedly, I'm not up to date on my Harrison a fool. You're not up to date on Ghana's national team I'm schedule. Not, I'm not. Sorry about right. that. Everybody well, we, listening, we you can, can have your on. money back. Honestly, I probably wouldn't play him anyway. Right, right. Um, all right, let's go to this other game. Um, Orlando hosting Vancouver. Breck Shea revenge game. <laughs> <laughs> now we really need Skyler. Giles um, Barnes revenge game. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. Oh, man, this is going to be heated. Um, I think those are the only two, though. Uh, yeah, I can't think of anyone else yeah, that's me neither. done um, both. Uh, Yoshi is a midfielder now. Oh, Skyler is going to be devastated. That's actually probably why he couldn't make it on tonight. That's right. He's probably still still crying over that one. <laughs> uh, that being said, $5,600 Yoshi home against Vancouver. Nah, that's all right. Really? I mean, he's on set pieces. He's taking some shots. Not buying, huh? I just... I Have we seen... First of all, we haven't seen a shot on goal yet. Um, Shots on goal are overrated, GG. It would be nice to see that. (laughs) Does he run? Um, Honestly, I haven't watched much of Orlando the last two games. I I probably can't comment on Yoshi quite as well as Skyler uh, or maybe even yourself. But Orlando is a team that's really tough for me to pick a, a guy from in fantasy. I do think their offense will get a goal or two at least because Vancouver making the long trip. They now don't have Matias Labah or Tony Chani, who got a red card last night. Mm-hmm. Um, that's their two best defensive midfielders. So it's going to be, I guess, Andrew Jacobson. That's a little rough. That is a little rough. And if Orlando can can get organized and figure things out offensively, I, I do think they'll have a good game. But it's a quandary as to who I really, really want to invest in from that team. Carlos Rivas is up to 7,800. That's absurd. Uh, that yeah, I, that, I just that's that's a tough price to pay. For some reason, Dom Dwyer costs more than Kyle Laren by $800. That's nuts. I don't understand that. Giles Barnes, if he gets in, is just going to float around and probably not do that much. <laughs> he did have five shots uh, and a goal last match against Columbus to his credit. It seems like a team of guys who can kind of float around and you're not sure what they're ever doing. Right. Like a less organized Philadelphia. Right. Right. Um, Kaka. Maybe. Where is he now? 7,400. If he, if he started, my only hesitation would be that he wouldn't be on all the set pieces, but if like you told me he was going to, I'd probably take him this match. But you wouldn't take Yoshi, even though he's probably on them. 
okay, you kind of proved me wrong. But <laughs> I don't. I just Yoshi hasn't really. What's he done so far? Even though he's been playing, he was pretty good last attack. week. Three shots, had, eight crosses. Right. Yeah. Four fouls okay. drawn. I'll That's think about good. it. Yeah. You could talk me into it, but I. I don't know. Hmm. This was this is Skyler's time to take over for the Yoshi uh, pub, but I guess we'll just leave that away today. Um, Vancouver, where are you sitting on the Bolaños Takara equation? They just they continue to split corners. Uh, I think in the in the RotoWire chat to give another shout out to it. Everyone should sign up if you're a subscriber, which you also should be. Um, <laughs> we were kind of talking about this game a little bit last night, and I think I said that. Vancouver just never has any ideas. They just always kind of throw it into the box with crosses, and it doesn't even matter if someone's there or not. They just... That's what we want. That's what we want for fantasy, yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> so if you want to get four open play crosses from Bolaños or Takera, <laughs> uh, then that's three points for you. Go ahead. Be my guest. Um. Man, that's the ringing endorsement. Add in the set pieces, and you could have more, but they're both fine. But I'm not excited about any of them for their price. If they would be like six thousand, yeah, I'd I'd be considering them much more than I am. But Jordi Reyna is a guy that I still think looks uh, promising. Yeah, I had, he had, a great, had him last great night. Great goal was... last weekend. I mean, holy cow! Yeah, he was pretty bad last night, though. Yeah, fantasy wise, at least it was just a weird game because they didn't have very much possession, even though they were the home team. Yeah. And Reina gets stuck in the middle. And like I said, when they have no ideas and they don't have a big target forward, um, Reina, if they don't have possession and they can't go up the middle, he's lost. Yeah. So it's it's weird. Honestly, they shouldn't have scored, but Alfonso Davies kind of worked Chad Marshall over. So, um Good for them. They got a goal. The one observation I also had from this game on the Vancouver side last night was that Kendall Waston was really, really getting into the attack once again. Sometimes something just comes over him, and he goes through a spell where he's always charging up to try and get on the end of a header. Uh, those who don't know, he's a center back, yeah, a very, a very these... big, imposing, scary center back. I would not want to go up against in a set-piece situation. Um, and yeah, last night he would just dish the ball off <laughs> in his own end and charge it up the field. Yeah. He and, definitely uh, has those moments where he, <laughs> he thinks he's a striker. He's one of the only guys that you'll see do that. And it cracks me up. But, um, one of the other ones, yellow Van Dam is no longer with us. Um, he didn't die. He, he, he transferred right back to, <laughs> yeah, back to Belgium. But, uh, I don't, I mean, Waston, if you need to make a bet on a, a lucky headed goal in a tournament and you only have $3,500 for a defender. There's not that many other great options if you're looking for a fullback. Right. So uh, maybe Waston's a good guy to, to throw in there. Hmm. Skyler's kind of the, the center back goal whisperer. So I guess I'm trying to fill his shoes this week. <laughs> and he's definitely done it with uh, Waston before. Or He's done, you, I actually think I've called I was gonna say, I think you might have been Waston Waston goal guy. multiple times before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. But it feels like it was two years ago now. Hmm. Possible. Um, okay, that's the early slate. Um, let's go to the late one, which is a three-gamer. Do you have any Do you have any keeper thoughts quick? I know we're, we're already um, talking a, a long time, but. Um, no. I maybe uh, I assume Atlanta's favored at well actually I don't know if they are. I would take Guzan if they if he they were not favored. Um, yeah. And the Vancouver trip to Orlando is a long one, but I feel like you should always at least consider a visiting keeper at Orlando just because I don't trust them finishing wise. Um, I'm with you. I don't really trust Bendik because I don't think he'll get enough shots. Right. Um, although some of those weird, if some of those weird crosses venture <laughs> close to the goal, who knows? They're right. They may be considered shots. And Jesse Gonzalez is 4,200 on the road. Oh, yeah, that's what I would do. Well, actually, no. Dallas have given up a, a ton of goal. I know. I know. I have them in FMLS. Goals in the last six, I think. Oh. No, 13. I, I apologize. 13 in the last six. Oh. That's not so bad then. 
Um, all right. Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, I feel like they're all the same. Like, I'm not sure it would make any difference <laughs> if they were all the same price. Who knows? Um, You're one of those people, huh? No, no, I just mean on this slate specifically, <laughs> oh, okay. I don't think anybody, right. like, jumps out at me. Yeah. Um, I, sometimes we just bypass the keepers. I thought we'd give them a little shout-out. Yeah, yeah. See what's up. Sorry. I'd tell you one guy I wouldn't play, Zach Steffen. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. I saw people playing in FMLS, and I'm like, double game week. He's the second-highest-scoring goalkeeper in FMLS, and I was like, this must be because the crew played 10 more games than everybody else. It was the only yeah. explanation I had for it because – He's such a trap. Every like, they're not good defensively, or maybe so he's just not. So would you say people? Good. Would you say people who played him were stupid? Um, I wouldn't go that far, just because I try foolish. to be nice. But I think right, yeah. it's not the move I would have done. Okay. Well, I played him. and I got a clean sheet. <sighs> <laughs> All right. Now that my foot is appropriately in my mouth, <laughs> we can go to the. Not list. as much as I tried, but yeah, a right, little bit. right. Um. This one, we will know four of the six lineups at lock. We've got 8.30 p.m. Chicago, home against Minnesota. 9 o'clock Houston, home against Sporting Kansas City. And then 10 o'clock, these are all Eastern, Real, Salt Lake, and Colorado. Um, Chicago did not play midweek, and neither did Minnesota. So we've got fresh legs in this one. Um, I feel like this is where we may give Skyler a little crap for Kevin Molino. But, uh, again, he's not here. Um, where do you attack chicago from or how do you get your exposure to chicago is it nikolic and akam or patrick duty where do you go yeah i think this might be duty's last game starting before brandon vincent is back it sounds like he's not quite gonna make it and he's had uh it looks like 22 crosses in the last four games from what i can see up here on my screen he had five another one before that so i mean his crossing floor is very safe he's never had less than Six points in his five games. Um, I I love him this week against Minnesota. If I can fit him in for his price, he's definitely going to be in there. But really, if I can fit any Chicago guys in for their price, they're definitely going to be in there. I mean, I think a calm could absolutely torment Minnesota. I think Nikolic, um, he has been not not even close to good lately. Um, but he's a guy that I'm pretty confident. Uh, in taking this week just because Minnesota's weak, not that good. Yeah. Um, I know Skyler ranked him higher than BWP and David Villa and was talking that uh, he might even take him in the season-long game. He did say but that. He but he sounds like sounds like he chickened out. He did. I love um, that. I, I don't blame him. I mean, why wouldn't you get double game week, guys? But, um, <laughs> yeah, know. like, honestly, even Dax McCarty, 4,400 – you could persuade me to to throw him into something just because he's going to accumulate some points and who knows hmm. Schweiney's tough i mean yeah, a lot is. of people a lot of people still use him and he just doesn't do it for me he actually when i'm scrolling back in his game log right now he doesn't have a shot on goal in any of the games <laughs> which dates back to june the 10th yikes um, and he has played 90 in almost all. He's basically played a full game all but one of those. Right. Uh, all right. That's rough. That Chicago gets a lot of a lot of scoring. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I would say see who starts on the front line. Maybe look past Schweiney and Dax, whatever. Um, but yeah, the the front three I would I would definitely consider strongly because outside of the RSL guys. Uh, there's not that many other great choices this week. No, at least, yeah, not on this one. Um, anyone from yeah, Minnesota? Anyone? Yeah. Um, Ethan Finley breaking that Sounders uh, clean sheet <laughs> last week. Yeah. You know, my thoughts on Finley, um, <laughs> probably not, probably not Ibsen. Uh, Sam Nicholson's cheap. He's a guy I used last week and I got, uh, nine crosses out of him came wow. to nine total nine total points. Um, if he starts and I need the salary relief, he will be in. Okay, most likely, especially if I need to fit duty in. Yeah. Um, and I do a calm and Nikolic, or maybe the two RSL guys. I don't know. That'll be tough. Hmm. After Savarino's goals, I, 
goal last night, I could say three RSL guys because yeah. that was pretty sweet. Um, yeah, tough tough slate actually. Now that I step back and think about it, is <laughs> Chicago could be a total trap. Yeah, that's what I was um, thinking. But I, you have to have at least at least one of Nikolic or Akam, I would say. I I can't see how you play this slate and don't. I agree. I mean, that's the right, and you're not going to play both. Um, you definitely could. Why not? Well, you could, but then you're taking yourself out of the RSL guys. Yeah, but they played on Wednesday, and Plata just sat last week with a hamstring. Yeah. So who knows if he's even going to play again? Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, Houston... and Plata's also ten thousand dollars now, oh, which is nuts. That is nuts. Oh my god. His previous two, he had sixteen last night. He was ninety one hundred. So does that really bump you up to ten thousand? The games before he had one point and nine points. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, let's go to this middle game first, though. Houston and Sporting. Um, sporting, effectively for fantasy options, is dead to me. <laughs> there's nobody. There's nobody there that I want to take. There's nobody there I feel like I'm having to take, based on matchup. Even Houston on tired legs. Um, like you're not going to convince me to pay. It's... What am I going to have to pay for Failhaber? Uh, oh, sixty six hundred. Now I just walked myself into thinking about Failhaber, who's been horrific, fantasy wise. Um, Man, that is a good price. <laughs> um, I'm but... in on Failhaber. They're better. Oh, rested. there we go. They're rested better than Houston are. Houston had a really, really stressful game. Yeah. Um, they had to battle back from a 3-1 score. Um, I think their their final two goals came in the last at least 20 minutes, maybe even a little bit less than that. So, Also, though, the one thing I'll say about the Houston-Kansas City game, uh, I know weather kind of bit us a couple slates ago. It looks like Houston is about to get... Yeah. destroyed by some sort of hurricane yep. or tropical storm or whatever. This game may not be played or it might be delayed or I don't know. Just check the weather. I haven't really looked that closely because, I mean, it's Thursday. Do you really right. want me to care about the, the Saturday <laughs> Houston weather? No, but um, it might be a, a total fade players from this game entirely situation. And honestly, it might have been that anyway, even if they do play. Right, right. But yeah. actually, there's a, there's a lot of like hidden fantasy potential in this it's just it's tough to predict who hit me with it uh well like graham zussi is a guy i would definitely consider 5700 defender he's been getting upfield more crossing more he had two assists last game um i think the negotiation when bernbach and skyler were talking about yoshi having to move to the midfield it looks like skyler got madronda pushed back to the defender spot hmm. he's only four thousand, so if he legitimately played and started, <laughs> which actually has happened yeah. the last two matches, yep. uh, I think that's partially because of the U.S. Open Cup where he didn't play, I believe. Um, but he's a guy I would throw in there for 4000 for sure. Hmm. And then, like you said, fail Haber and maybe pick a forward if you really want to. Wow. I, I don't love it by any means, but they are better rested. They're one of the best coach teams there is. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. I'd think about it. Right. I would think about it. Did, I would say also don't fall into the Cubo trap. He had two goals and one assist last night. He's awesome. <laughs> Except not really in open play is he that prolific. Right. Um, he's kind of had a rough rough go of it lately since that hot start to the season that was buoyed by uh penalties mm -hmm. um i don't know i just don't see him really breaking down kansas city's defense okay. so he's 8800 i fully expect to not play him on DraftKings whatsoever <laughs> this match <laughs> okay okay that's fair and same with Vicente Sanchez if they play him again. He's like 41 years old. Yeah, that's the only thing. As soon as he scored, everyone's like, come on, he's like 50 years old. <laughs> nice finish, but I mean, yeah. I get it. I get it. Uh, all right, let's go to the RSL Colorado game. Both of these teams played uh, Wednesday. Feels did, like Colorado, a did Colorado actually play? Oh. Or were they 
They were on the field. Um, they had a VAR uh, decision go against them, which was the most obvious one I've ever seen. I can't believe the referee missed it in real time. But um, Is that the one where Valeri was held? Yes. Or wait, no. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yeah. Um, but you said Plata may not play uh, this weekend because he just came back from his injury. Uh, but we got a good goal out of Savarino. Rusnak looked awesome. Danilo Acosta was great for his price. Uh, I see no reason to take anybody really from Colorado. Uh, they tried out a new new lineup and some new players that haven't usually been playing together yep. last night, and it was disastrous. Yes. I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know why they did it. Um, <laughs> it made very little well, sense coach, to me. So they need to try something new. Yeah. Well, when they when I saw the lineup, I couldn't even possibly think what their strategy was going to be, um, and it should. They yeah. were really bad. Um, I, if you talk, I could look up possession numbers, but I can tell you it was not pretty. Um, um, well, Portland, Portland had an insane amount of the ball. It may have been close to 75-80%. Um, it just didn't seem like they had a plan. It was 65% for Portland, which actually okay. is generous, I believe. Yeah, at one point it was much higher, but that's, that's fair. They did have, I think, passing accuracy – 88 percent and they it was almost twice as many passes yeah the... <laughs> 297 to 587 um i don't <laughs> i mean we rsl kind of struggled early on but they look they look like they found the pieces to make it work and colorado is a total opposite that they have no idea who's going to play they don't know who's good and well they know who's good it's just nobody <laughs> Sorry, Kevin Doyle. Um, <laughs> is Baji back in? Like, does he get us? He didn't play, or he didn't start yesterday. And he he probably will start. Yeah. Probably Gashi as well. Right, Gashi wasn't even in the eighteen. Yeah, that was um, weird. Um, I mean, they've pretty much given up on the season. I think. Yeah, it seems that way. Um, they actually they're tied on points with Minnesota, which is embarrassing. Nice. Wow. That's why Pablo got fired, right. among probably a lot of other right. reasons, but. At least he dressed really nice. Enough right? with your numbers, all right? <laughs> um, Everyone looks so bad. Even, I mean, Dylan Cerna looked kind of – he should be a guy that they're getting on the ball as much as possible. And he had only one counting stat on DraftKings, and it was a foul committed. So he had negative one points in 57 minutes. Yikes. Um, literally nothing else. So I, I don't know what's going on with, with Colorado other than the fact that they're bad. Luis uh, Gill or Heel mm-hmm. is um, the one guy I would maybe consider in this game, especially since it's a revenge. Oh no, it's uh, yeah. an old revenge match <laughs> from before he went to Mexico. Right, right. That's still revenge. That's fine. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I mean, in fact, maybe more so because they like sent him off to Mexico, even <laughs> though he probably made the decision himself. Yeah, I'm sure he wanted to get out of there. But of the uh, road keepers, is Melia ahead of Shuttlesworth and Howard for you? Yes. Um, my one thought is Tim Howard's going to have so many save opportunities yeah. that he's a, probably a really good tournament play. Mm. I just I have a lot of faith that multiple of those save opportunities are going to turn into goals allowed. Right, right. Whether Plata starts or not. Yeah, it honestly doesn't matter probably. Yeah. yeah. All right. Also, uh, Roosnock is now 10,700. Yeah, most expensive player. I mean, it's three-game slate, but yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you score 30-something points on a Wednesday and you play against Saturday. Um, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> the Sunday slate is where a lot of the good teams are. We kind of have this in the Premier League as well. But um, we have the obvious um, rivalry, Montreal and Toronto at 4.30 Eastern. We've got a California Classico at 7 o'clock. And then a Cascadia one at 9.30, Seattle and Portland in that one. Um, there are a lot of good players on this slate, but I feel like there's only one good forward. Does that... Well, Piotti's forward eligible, Oh, okay, right? you're right, you're right. And I guess Dempsey probably is too. Although... Yes, I believe he is. Okay, so we've got Dempsey, Piotti, and Javinko. Wait, Wando. And, <laughs> and Wando. <laughs> Pardon me, sorry, Wando. 
Wando is really upset after last night, so I could see him like getting a brace just because he's mad at the refs. Because right in a classic, he though, was he, comes he up was big. livid last night. Did you see that? I did. I did. Uh, it's not a <laughs> Wando you see very often. I I think Brian Dunzith, the announcer for for RSL, said that Wando is just going to ride the ref. Like I think he said zorro or maybe the pony <laughs> express no he said the pony express i'm pretty sure for the rest of the game and he was right wando was all over <laughs> the ref after that it was hilarious um, anyone who doesn't like wando is crazy in my eyes right at least but yeah for fantasy, not for fantasy right. probably not yeah right. but just as a real mls legend sure sure um do we assume that kempen starts again for the galaxy after saving two penalties last night he should. Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. Um, that's LA is just a tough team to take anyone from, though. Well, I assume Alessandrini is going to start. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Alessandrini then would be yeah. definitely a guy would play. Yeah, so the problem is, is that we're now at Javinko. Or what do you think about Javinko against Montreal? Yeah, I like him. I don't love him, but I like him. Yeah, so like you've got a lot of high-priced guys here. Javinko... Like uh, every, you literally have more high-priced guys than the previous two slates we've talked about. For sure, um, yeah. Javinko, Piatti, Jamaili, J- yep. Alessandrini, uh-huh. Ladero, Valeri, Dempsey. Dempsey. Yeah. Um, Guzman is out, which makes me like Valeri even more. Yeah, super notable. The um, only problem is they're playing at Seattle, and are. Seattle just can't um, can't not lose. Given- <laughs> They've given up one goal in each of their last two, but before that they had uh, a shutout in four games straight, yeah, I think, like, or maybe like more. That, yeah. It tied like a team record or maybe beat it. Um, yeah. Now they're undefeated in 10 straight games, yeah. which I believe breaks their team record. Hmm. Uh, if you could have three, because you probably can't fit four. Oh, man. Who are the three that you like? I'm going to say Alessandrini, lock him in. Wow. San Jose's defense just hasn't been good lately. They're going to be without Anibal Godoy, who got the red card last night. Yeah, but the Galaxy's um, been horrible. I know, but Alessandrini individually has still been good. Okay. I would then say... Piotti. Hmm. which is another one I didn't expect to say. Wow. But um, Piotti has been unreal. He's been the best player in the league he has for been the, really last, good. the last month or so. And Montreal didn't play last night, so Correct. Toronto's a little more tired. Um, they're on the road for a second game in four days. No, they were at home last night, weren't they? Uh, uh, I thought they were in Philly. No, but they were, you, yeah, they were in okay, Toronto. They, Okay, yeah, I actually remember seeing a picture of the crowd now, so you're right. Um, okay, and then the, the Valeri Ladero toss-up is impossible for me to pick between. I think I would probably go Ladero just because they're at home. Mm-hmm. Guzman's out. Um, Seattle's just been the the better team this year, but I feel like Valer- you could you could put Valer- Ladero and Valeri ahead of Alessandrini. Yeah, I mean. It's going to be tough possibly. Man. The problem is if I don't get Alessandrini, then I might have no exposure to the, the San Jose Galaxy game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I don't like to concentrate my, my lineups too much into just... Yeah. You mean you're not going to play Wando Montre- too? <laughs> no. <laughs> TFC Montreal could be really defensive as well. It could. So I could, it could. I could see myself going... Alessandrini, Valeri, Ladero. Ooh. Hopefully, Victor Rodriguez is still cheap. Yeah. He was. He should be fairly cheap. Like you don't see guys go thirty six to seventy six. Yeah, I mean, Victor Rodriguez was thirty eight hundred last yeah. night. For those who don't know, he's got also out of the Barcelona academy. He's been playing in Spain. The last night was his first his first start. And... He almost had a free kick goal. It was a great save to keep it out. It was a really nice free kick. Yeah. Uh, like. Placed, it wasn't as driven as uh, it could have been, which is mm. what gave gave um, Usted the chance to just get over there and barely get a finger on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, Victor Rodriguez had multiple great passes. Um, 
kind of incisive ones into the box that definitely could have turned into goals. He had a couple good shots. So I'm uh, I'm really hoping that he's our kind of cheap guy that we can fit in there. But we'll probably have to find someone else too. Ugh. Yeah, where are the values coming from here? I mean, like... Yeah, so LA Galaxy fullback, because Ashley Cole is now going to yep. be out. So you could get some young no-name guy in there. Who knows? Uh, I think Diallo is probably a guy that could get in. I feel like he played enough that he wouldn't be that cheap, though. Like, he had a run of starts earlier. Okay, than... so you think he's around 4000 Uh, Maybe not that much. But yeah. like, okay, yeah. not super cheap. No. And you uh, probably get but, Hasler. Well, actually, after the goal last night, probably not that cheap. Now. He was he was already four thousand last night. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Tolo um, might clip four thousand also. He was forty two hundred. Leardum was forty expensive. Yep. Forty nine or forty seven. Um, San Jose went three in the back last night with a yeah. midfielder back there, no less. So you're not getting anything there. <laughs> yeah, and then their center back got hurt, and they had to right. <laughs> move another midfielder back in. Uh, um, Dan Lovitz, he might be there. He's been fairly cheap. A little. He was, I think, thirty nine hundred last yeah. weekend. I could be wrong on that. But um, and Vitas had two assists last yeah, he night, did. so he's going to be in the mid four thousands at at best. Yep. So um, yes, man, good good luck, guys. This slate's going to be really really tough. This might be a um, Mark Bloom. I mean, you could like make the play where you hope Blanco takes corners, and he's kind of the arbitrage play on Valeri because right. Valeri. Before this year, he had zero headed goals in his career in MLS, and this year he has four. Wow. Um, which is saying a lot because he scored a lot of goals for Portland. Um, I so, think he passed he passed Fernando Adi last night wow. in goals scored for the club history um, for first place. I, I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me, but yeah, if if somehow Blanco were to take them instead of Larry, that would save you. Two or three thousand dollars right there. And I feel like um, you could if you went with the uh Piatti Alessandrini, like the if you don't want Piatti, but you still need some sort of exposure, upside exposure, it's Jay Maile, but he's expensive also. Yeah. So you gotta pick there. But like if you if you want galaxy exposure, there's really nobody other than Alessandrini. And but if you want if you go Seattle, if you don't necessarily want to pay up for Ladero. Victor Rodriguez is a great alternative. I mean, the upside, right? But but it's there, and you could do just like you said, Blanco for Valeri. Like, I don't think you're totally missing out if you fade Ladero and Valeri. I mean, you could it could be disastrous, but like, I, <laughs> but like Alessandrini, there is no backup for Alessandrini, and there's no right yet. Like, you're trying to fit together pieces of a puzzle right now. Yeah, but. Unfortunately, fantasy doesn't work like a puzzle, and Ladero or Valeri is probably going to be like a must play yeah. if you want to win any money. So it's tough. It's a tough call. Mm. I see what you're saying. Like that would make a, a lineup that, in my eyes, I would be convincing myself, like, oh, this is perfect because right. I have these smart pivots, right. and then I still get the other big guys. Uh, unfortunately, that just isn't how it works most of the time. So, <laughs> and then when you finish I, I with honestly... forty-seven points and the winner has <laughs> one hundred and forty, you're like, oh. <laughs> right? Like I'm shooting down your your strategy, but I don't have a great alternative <laughs> other than literally. We I have believe to your see stra- lineups. Right, your strategy was to play Jay Maile, Alessandrini, Ladero, Valeri, and <laughs> <laughs> Jay Maile. <laughs> Slight exaggeration, but not that far right. off. But no, I mean, I think Victor Rodriguez is who I'm banking on, and hopefully yeah. uh, Salinas or someone else I guess I'm going to have to use. Yep. It's notable that Salinas didn't take yeah. either of San Jose's corner kicks last night. Tommy Thompson had one. Godoy had the other. Because um, I played him. That's what happens. Tommy Thompson looked rough, though, so I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole team looked rough, to be honest. I was going to say, yeah. But... They have some guys that are kind of waiting in the wings, so All right. we'll have to see. I mean, you yeah. definitely want three of the top-tier guys, and then you want to do whatever you can to squeeze them in. I right. I can't see a way where you would only try and get two of them. Yeah, that seems silly. Yeah, but, I mean, the fullbacks are, are pretty good as well, so it's going to be going to be really tough to squeeze it all in. Ooh, it's going to be a lot of ugly center backs trying to convince yourself that they're the guy. Roman Torres, That's... there we go. Uh, if he plays, perhaps. Oh. I mean, Chad Marshall header. 
It could be. Definitely in play. But there's actually not really that many other like huge center backs that I'd want to play Simon, but Toronto defends that piece as well. So I guess Victor Bernardes would be the other guy I'd think about. Ugh. Yeah, gross, right? Yeah. In fact, that might kill this podcast. That might be it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have any other games to talk about. Right. So Thank you, Victor, yeah. for that ending our conversation. But hopefully that helps us get Ladero Valeri, Alessandrini, Jamie <laughs> Piatti. That would have been uh, that would have been easier to talk about if we had prices for that slate. <laughs> um, nothing could be too easy though. So, but uh, it will be in the RotoWire chat, I bet. That's right. Uh, normally, I say hit us up on Twitter. You can find JD at DFS MLS. You can find Skyler at DraftKicks. You can find me at RotoWire Andrew. But yes, you can find us all in the new uh, RotoWire Soccer Slack chat. At least if you're a RotoWire subscriber. If you're not go join so that you can come hang out with us um like i said you can just contact me on twitter or email me andrew at rotowire.com to get in and we'll uh we'll see you there so jd good luck this weekend good luck everybody thank you for listening to the rotowire fantasy soccer podcast for more great content visit rotowire.com slash soccer Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.